0: most competitive guy i mean i would throw on michael jordan isaiah thomas oh yeah Kobe bryant it's basketball it can't be you know you, you can't overthink it so surprised i didn't mention jimmy king is one of the most competitive guys on the basketball court my bad all day long i'm competitive absolutely now um young man one of your guys is gone already, mm-hmm. John Beeline. Ugh. I said, Coach you know, people, B. what's what's going to happen with Beeline and the pros? You I know, said, mm-hmm. he'll last two years and he'll be fired. He goes so 50, you put that 54 on him, games. No, no, that was you.
1: That was you. That, no, was, that put me. that on my guy. No, then.
0: I saw what he was capable of and what he wasn't. Mm-hmm. I saw his worth in life and where he was as a man. Mm-hmm. I, I i'm not a big fan of college coaches going to the nba yeah um i think it takes a special
1: coach to do so not to say that b shouldn't have done it but i think that but he didn't <laughs> <I'm just laughs> he saying. lasted 54 games he lasted 54 games okay. but but you know um it's a difficult step you know you you like we talked uh, you know before it's it's in my opinion i think it's it's somewhat easier to go from the NBA to college because then, you know, you have more experience. Um, you know, I think you have a a breadth of knowledge that's a little different. Um, and, and, so conversely going from college to, to the pros, um, there will be some missteps. And if you are able to garner the respect of the locker room and the players, it's going to be a difficult time for you. And I think that's what we witnessed with Beeline
0: yeah to me even though the college game and the pro game are two different things mm-hmm. I think the biggest adjustment is not the game but it's the people Correct. that you're dealing with absolutely no doubt
1: because you you, you go from high school you know kids or, or young adults to grown men who in, in a lot of cases are uh, supporting a lot of different people <laughs> and um, you know it's difficult to, to dictate because those are the words that I'm hearing are coming out of the camp, dictate uh, what, what to do with these uh, young millionaires who have done a lot to get to that point, you know? So they, they, they rely on their skills and those relationships and how they, you know, um, have have built themselves up and held themselves out to get to that point. So when someone new comes in and try to tell you and do something different, coming from what they consider something that a lot of them have left uh, to get away from, to get away from the college game, to get away from the college coach, and then you bring that type of atmosphere in there is going to be toxic.
0: Yeah, I I knew he was in trouble when uh, not the fact that he used the terminology thugs to -hmm. his players. It's the fact that it got out. Mm-hmm. If they loved him and and liked him and that mm-hmm. was their guy, we would never hear about that. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of things in the locker room that we in the media and the public never hear about. But if they don't respect the coach, don't like him, kind of want to shove him a little bit out the door, mm-hmm. then you hear about stuff like that. Everything comes out. Yeah. And it,
1: <laughs> that goes against, and you're right, it goes against the code because you're going to circle the, the wagons. You're going to make sure that the things that are said, and we all know. Being in the locker room, the things that are said stay in the locker room typically. Um, so for that to come out, um, I feel you. I really think I agree with you. I think that was the beginning of the end for, for Coach. Yeah. However, I do see silver lining. I do think, obviously, with him only being gone a half of a season, that he will get a college uh, job uh, ASAP. And better it, hope it's not in the Big Ten. No, nah, I don't think it will be in the Big Ten. But who knows? But even if it – if it is, that would be. It's great for him because he deserves it. But a good, a great landing place that I can foresee him going to is Texas. I don't think they're happy with what Shaka Smart is doing down there. I know Coach Yakulich is down there, who is his former assistant coach. So you know there are some inroads um, that can point there, obviously.
0: Now we have a young man on the line that you play basketball with, and he is the head coach at the University of Michigan, Jawan Howard. Welcome to the King and Foster show. Big new. Oh, I
2: appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you uh I love the fact that you say young man. That makes me feel <laughs> a little bit younger. I appreciate that. Well, I'm Thank still I'm
0: still older than you, man. When you were playing in Michigan, uh you were a young chap and I was uh well into my career, so young yeah, man well, I'm anyway. I'm not trying
2: to rush. I'm not trying to rush my age at all, so I will take young man anytime.
0: Yeah, yeah, don't do it. Don't do it. Uh Joanne, uh, Juwan, uh, I, know, I know Jimmy wants to talk to you, but when you took over at Michigan, I got all these letters and emails and stuff. What is Michigan doing? He doesn't have any experience, blah, blah, blah. He hasn't coached a team. And I was like, you were learning under Pat Riley. And of all the dudes in the NBA that I knew, I really respect Pat Riley. I respect him ahead of Phil Jackson and some of the other people and everything. So I, I thought you were in a safe place. That, uh, you know, anybody that's going to take over a program is going to have some growing pains. But for the most part, you were the right guy for that job at the right time. And, look, I, I, I just think that if you're under the tutelage of Pat Riley, you're in a good spot, a safe spot. So uh, I was just wondering, uh, how did that nurturing under Pat Riley, and I guess bolster to a certain degree, help you become the coach that you are today?
2: Well, I mean I, I have to, you know, correct you on this one. It's more Eric Spostra uh than Pat Riley. Uh Eric Spostra was the head coach and is still the head coach for the Miami Heat. Um he's a guy who hired me, uh, took a chance on me to be a part of his staff and I worked with him, uh learning under him, uh spending a lot of time, a lot of hours, a lot of days and fortunate enough for six years of uh seeing how he you know, operates and coaches team and lead them to two championships, four consecutive uh, appearances to the finals. Uh, I thought that right there was just uh, extremely uh, impressive for a young coach who came from the video room and who guys have never seen play, you know, on a professional level in the NBA, but still were able to learn how to lead guys and develop them and teach the game uh, from uh, a different uh, uh, side of it, so uh, Pat was obviously a part of you know of the uh, development, and he's the guy who's the anchor who's architect the the championship culture there at the, uh, with the Miami Heat. Uh, not saying he wasn't involved at all of uh, helping me with my development, but uh, I have to give a big cre- credit to Eric Spoelstra and the David Fisdales of the world, as well as uh, Dan Craig and uh, Keith Smart
0: okay that sounds beautiful uh as as far as the Michigan team this year, I know everybody wants to win the championship, but the big Ten is is uh a tough conference to win and everything. How would you assess what we're seeing with Michigan basketball right now, the progress or the aggressions or whatever you want to call it how how would you assess the season so far with Michigan basketball?
2: well, it's all you know part of growing and uh, it's a season of growth of uh we've experienced uh You know, the start of the season where we got off to a great start because we were healthy and playing good basketball. And then we hit a little adversity with uh, one of our best players, Isaiah Livers, going down with an injury, spent a lot of time uh, rehabbing, trying to get healthy. And and then for uh, Isaiah to come back uh, for one game and then go back out the same type of game with the. Same game with his uh, with another injury. Uh, it was unfortunate for for us, and then we had to deal with uh, uh, one player getting suspended. Uh, didn't expect um, that we would have to deal with that type of adversity, but that's what helps uh, a team uh, develop that that type of you no know, togetherness, um, growing pains of uh, learning learning how to grow and becoming a, a unit. Uh, the beauty of it for me is that. Um, I've, I have an amazing staff uh, that has done an excellent job of, you know, putting in the hours and time, and, and trusting me and, and my my system, and growing together with one another. That the players have bought in as well, and so at the end of the day, I give all the credit to the players to be honest with you, because it wasn't an easy adjustment for them. And yes, the Big Ten uh, is a very tough competitive conference, which I'm well aware of, which I embrace, which all the players who've been here uh, has has never ran from the competition. We all have looked forward to the challenge throughout this season. And you know, we have more games to play and more games to grow and learn together and grow together.
1: And and Big Duke, how you doing, my brother? Thank you for taking the time. Great win last night against the Rutgers, going in to a team again in the Rack that was seventeen and no. Um, tough environment, um, going in there without you Top leading scorer, one of your uh, biggest go-to guys, is still coming out with the victory. Congratulations on that! But I want to ask you because you just touched on, um, you know, talking about the players and and learning the I'm players. I'm
2: sorry, Jimmy. I can your your phone is cutting in and out. In I can out. barely hear you. Can you? I'm only getting on. the bits and pieces.
1: Can you? Can you hear me better now? Is that better?
2: Yeah, that's a little bit better. A little bit. Yeah, okay. Right that's there?
1: Better. Okay, cool. So congratulations on winning last night in the rack, uh, first time that they suffered a loss this year. Um, going in without your top player and um and still coming out with the victory in a hostile environment. And I heard you touch on um players themselves and learning the players and the type of uh uh you know people they are who was the biggest surprise to you, um, as far as um, play-wise this year?
2: Well, uh, they've all been uh, great, man. From uh, the first guy to you know our 16th player on the team. Mm-hmm. Um, behind the scenes, like a lot of folks don't see, like the the practices and you know the preparation, the, the day of games and things like that. Well, uh, we we are have a group of guys who've uh, really competed. Um, have have helped one another and prepared each other. So I've seen a lot of growth in each and every player. Now, speaking of this season, when you talk about you know, on the court and the, in the game situation, um, I've seen a lot of growth in a guy like uh, Austin Davis. Mm-hmm. Um, not saying I haven't seen growth in others, but Austin has emerged uh, as a, a guy who we can depend on if we throw the ball in the post. Mm-hmm. Um I trust that he's gonna get us a bucket bucket or get fouled. Mm-hmm. Or if not that, make the right decision with the basketball. So um I would say, you know, Austin has been like that front runner thus far.
1: Now, is that because of the great footwork of a young Juwan Howard who was the best <laughs> ever to mm-hmm. do it? Is is can we can we attribute a little bit of that to to <laughs> to that <laughs> don't be humble, man.
2: Let man, him know, man, let know, him it's know. All Austin, man. It's all Austin. <laughs> yeah, I, you know, he's uh he's bought in, man. He's like with some of the you know, things that we've worked on ever since June mm-hmm. no, excuse me, not June, it's been July third, mm-hmm. when our first day of out there on the court and um you know, sometimes when I'll have practices to switch it up with player development, I'll put the guards with Coach Isley, mm-hmm. the wings with Coach Sadi Washington and I'll take the bigs and um john austin colin mm-hmm. as well as jaron Foles, and sometimes brandon to come down there with us and get some work in but um i've been seeing a lot of growth in austin man with uh buying in um trusting the teaching uh taking his time in the post reading the angles mm-hmm. um reading how the defender is playing them, uh being able to you know um Make plays on the on the floor and being comfortable when, at times when defense is you know crowding them, mm-hmm. and uh, his balance and his strength mm-hmm. is is superb, and I think that's what really has given him a, a big advantage versus his defenders.
1: Wow, that's yeah, that's that's a great breakdown, Nuke, and um, I keep still calling you new Coach Howard but um <laughs> you know what what <laughs> forgive me my brother but what 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 do you like to do you know and and just to get away from the game take a break for yourself you know how to spend some time uh if you can with your family I'm, I'm or sorry
2: you're, you're falling? you broke up
1: broke up again can you hear me better right now is that better yeah no. okay sorry sorry about that I, it's my fault man I'm not on the microphone I'm I'm kind of backing up off the mic a little he's bit. He's still so Maz, young. We're trying to so train Maz, him. So Maz is telling me, he keeps <laughs> winking at <laughs> me, you know, to scoot up on the mic. So
2: that's my fault, man. Right.
1: Yeah, see, but I'm coachable, yeah, yeah. though. All I'm well, coachable, though, now.
2: <laughs> hey, that, that's true. I've, I witnessed that from my own eyes. I know you're definitely coachable. So we're, we were uh, college teammates, as everyone knows, but we also were roommates. No doubt. Know? You know, we've had a lot of good conversations where we've been able to teach one another.
1: Absolutely. No doubt. And and the question that I was asking you is like, what are the things that you like to do in your spare time to get away, to break away from the game so it's just so uh, not so monotonous to you?
2: Well, I, I haven't had much free time. But, you know, like if I ever want to get to a place where, you know, I feel like, you know, I can just isolate myself from, you know, all the, you know, the, the, the stresses or the time-consuming of uh, practice games, and you know, and, and everyone else that's uh, a part of, of of giving me, you know, all their advice and all their, you know, ideas and mm-hmm. stuff like that. I try to escape when, um, if, if I can have time to find a movie somewhere and mm-hmm. watch, a, you know, a movie at a movie theater. You know, that's like my way of uh, getting away from everything. But I haven't had much free time to do that, you know. I, I sort of made time for myself when I went and watched uh, Bad Boys Three, and uh-huh. that 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 was like you know I was in a movie theater, me and my wife just hanging out, just mm-hmm. the two of us, and there were another couple, and it felt like you know the movie theater was just our movie theater. <laughs> Beautiful. <laughs> it was just us and another couple. It was awesome.
1: Well, I'm glad that you find the time to get away and 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 having and spending that time with significant other and uh enjoying yourself but i got Great. i got a young man that may want to ask a question uh it's 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 your it's your nephew young malcolm he's in the studio today so the <laughs> question up, malcolm?
2: <laughs> Sup, Uncle
1: so so the um the question uh that he was asked coming into the studio today cuz you know imani had a, a 63.21 rebound game this week and uh mass asked them who's better is it imani bates or malcolm king oh, and you man. could guess his answer uh, <laughs> you already know i had to say I me. Name
2: himself of course
1: of course i always always gotta say me
2: okay that's great man and be confident with that too um and i'm sure uh you know the other kid i can't mention his name but would have said the same thing mm-hmm. um because, you know, that that's a a, a sign of a competitor, um, you know, and that's not, you know, you're not being truthful, honest with yourself, but, you know, you're like, hey, um, all the hard work and that you, know, you put into the gym and uh, building your craft and getting better and better, you trust yourself and believe in yourself and have a confidence that when you lace up with your opponent, mono and mono, no matter who it is, no matter what jersey they put on or, uh, what's the name on the back of their jersey, at the end of the day, you're still who you are. Preach. Yeah.
0: Hey, Juwan, we, uh, we're speaking University of Michigan Coach Jawan Howard. Uh, we've known you as a basketball player for two decades, and uh, I was just wondering mentally, when did you feel that you transitioned from Juwan Howard basketball player to Juwan Howard coach, and was that an uh, interesting or tough adjustment for you?
2: Uh, it first started when I, I joined the Miami Heat staff as a player development coach, and um, I took that position because I wanted to coach. Uh, I felt that you know this was uh, my next phase of the, you know, of the game of basketball. You know I played the game you know long enough for 19 years, and um, uh, I felt that it was time for me to walk away from the game, and um, and I felt it was you know it was another opportunity for me to give to the game, and I felt giving back to the game will be what I've learned from a lot of great coaches and teammates, that coaching will be that next phase. So you can say in year 2013 was the time when I realized, like, yo, coaching, that's that's my next step right there, 2013.
0: Okay, so so you – I mean, when you uh, were introduced as a Michigan coach, I mean, you broke down. You were very emotional. You cried and everything. What – was it the fact you were coming back to Michigan? Was it the fact that you uh, reached a second career goal that overcame that you know overwhelmed you? What what was the the, the reason for the tears and breaking down and, and and all
2: that? Well, it was because of the fact that I I really enjoy and love basketball and I I see that you know where I've you know in my walk and. What I've gone through to get to where I am today, you know, it was not easy. You know, it was a challenge like we all, I'm sure, uh, go through some some adversity and uh, looking back to our childhood and uh, looking back to, you know, being a young man, just uh, playing the game and and how much you love the game. And now you get an opportunity to come back to your alma mater and a place that has helped me develop into the person I am today. Uh, when I first stepped on this campus, you know, I was just a young boy from the south side of Chicago, still, still green in a lot of areas. And then I, I developed a relationship with a great teammates like, you know, Jimmy and many others. Um, and I can go on and on naming all the guys that I'm speaking of and uh, to go through the trenches with those guys and growing with them and becoming a family you know, that right there has really helped me develop into a man because, you know, I, when I left Chicago, you know, I was leaving a family, a very small family uh, in the Chicago area, and that family was, was broken up because of my grandmother had passed away. So I was trying to find another family to take me under there and, and, and care for me and love me and give me that love that I always wished and hoped for when I had when I had, you know, my grandma passed away. So that Michigan family became... My family, so I never forgot that moment. And then, for it comes full circle, you know, I was like, "Wow, you know, I can't believe I'm here, and I'm getting a chance to coach young men and uh, very impressionable young men who just want what I had just left, and striving to be successful in life, whether it's in basketball or or something else in life that wherever God uh, has placed their way in their path. So I said, "Hey, this is this is my calling right here." Uh, this is what I'm I'm here to do, and now I'm looking forward to this this beautiful uh, opportunity. So that's one big reason why I got emotional.
1: The brotherhood and is this real. Is a,
2: this, a, this is yeah, man. The brotherhood definitely real. And then all that, it was like I'm living a dream, you know. Like how many how many people can go to work and say, "Hey, I'm doing something that I love to do," that's right. and and really mean that. And this is what I'm like. Uh, I took it all in, like wow, you know when you're doing something that you love to do and you always wanted to have that opportunity, you get the opportunity now, it's like you can't ask for anything better. So you're going to give your all and to, and try to do whatever you can to be the best that you can to help. And so now I'm leading the institution, one of the five best top institutions in the world. So I'm like, yo.
1: Say it, brother. On cloud nine. Say it, my brother. And you deserve yes. it. You deserve it. You deserve it. Thank you so much. I know your time is limited. Um, we we wish we could go on and on, and I know y'all love you, man. We could talk all day long, but I know you got to prepare for practice, and you're in the midst of a big swing in the Big Ten uh, uh, regular season. So much success to you, and you know I'll be at the games cheering you on. And, um, you know, thank you, bro. Thank you so much for, 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 for bearing your heart. And um, I love you, man.
2: I love you, too, bro, and thank you for having me. And, uh, you know, I'm also going to be supporting you. You know it for with this podcast, man. I hope it be successful and it, and it brings you everything that you want. Thank you, you my boy.
0: I do, too. The yeah. only thing that <laughs> could be holding them back is me, so I'm going to try my best not to.
2: <laughs> hey, man, total team effort, bro. Right. You got them, man. All right,
0: we know it. Take it easy, man. All right, Thanks, y'all coach. be safe, man. All right, Love, there. boy. Love you, bro. How about that? Yeah. That is Jawan
1: Howard. That's Love. That's true love. Man. That's my brother, man. And see what he's talking about is real. You know, coming from a family and adopting us into a family, it, it's true. That's the reason why these kids go out and play so hard for him, because he's lived it. Um, you know, he preaches it, and, and 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 guys know it's genuine. And that's why when you see him walk up to a podium and 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 give him, you know, give his speech about coming back, it was, you know, pure. You know, joy of tears of joy for him, and uh, I was there that day and witnessing that and witnessing his speech and the impact that it had on him and his family. You know, I teared up myself, and you know, I'm a pretty tough guy. You know, Malcolm, Malcolm, <laughs> he over shaking his head like no, he's not. <laughs> he said, nah. You know, Malcolm, Malcolm, known me all his life. How many times you ever seen me cry? Never. I've never <laughs> seen him cry before. That's not true. Never. I thanks mean, for protecting my – Give it time. No, no, I, no thanks I, I for did, protecting I didn't see you tear up uh, sometimes. <laughs> he you know. almost teared up just then, talking right. to his dad. Yeah, yeah. Right. a couple times, but never, never cry. Never cry. <laughs> that's right, man.
0: There's nothing wrong it's with crying. It's because he's happy. Yeah. That's right, man. No, there, there's nothing wrong there's with nothing crying. no crying in
1: basketball.
0: Sure No, nah, that's is. baseball, brother. Oh, but well, we, we're adopting basketball.
1: it because baseball crying now.
0: Yeah, they are. What's <laughs> going on now?
1: They're about to start crying.
0: Heck yeah. Well, there's only one team that's crying. Yeah. So well, Houston, Houston they an asterisk. asterisk. <laughs> they're going to make them pay this year. They're going to make them pay. Hey, you think they're going to bust them up with uh basketballs? They're going to get booed everywhere. So I don't know. As well, that, an athlete, okay. As an athlete, do you care if you're getting booed everywhere? No. Okay. <laughs> then you
1: don't. Some do, but I don't.
0: Okay. Yeah, I think that would fire them up a little bit. It
1: all might. right
0: You know, us against the world. Yeah. It, it might. That's, that's yeah. the way it rolls. It might. Alright we want to thank Juwan Howard for joining us Jimmy King You're a professional as usual Malcolm Thanks for joining us ne- Next time on You only got to tell us What kind of dad he is <laughs> <laughs>
1: Hey man I love you too
0: oh, Appreciate see, it look, you too, buddy See boy. look See look I got him he <laughs> <laughs> don't want to lose no
1: cool points. You could say you know. me, I, man. I don't. I,
0: don't I, I said I did. I uh, don't have cool points, uh, man. Not you, man. I ain't talking? To you. I'm, <laughs> you talking talk I'm talking. I'm talking <laughs> Malcolm. Okay. I love you too. I love you
1: too, man. Thanks, <laughs> no, you man. don't. No, I don't. <laughs>
0: <laughs> he loves uh, Gigi. Not Hello. Gigi.
2: No. What's her name? No. You Gia. About the, yeah. Gia. Gia, Gia. She's a dog. But you know what? The That's dog. a great
1: name. That's a good nickname. I might go with Gigi. I might start yeah. calling her Gigi a little bit. Right. Peace out, Cassandra. All right, yeah. we'll see
0: everybody.